Hello everybody, good afternoon, welcome to another episode of Find Your Model Health, the official podcast for those looking to optimize their long-term health and weight goals and understand how their body really works. I am your host, I'm Shemaine Linney, I'm a fitness and nutrition expert, certified nutritional therapist and iridologist and biohacker. I am very happy to have you back with me for another little bit of your day. As always, I hope you found that, find this episode super informative. And this week we're going to look at zinc and hormones. But before I go on, I must remind you that the information in these podcast episodes, it is for informational purposes only and should not be taken as medical advice. Please consult with your health practitioner before making any lifestyle changes. So, Hormones, obviously a hot topic. Um, Usually the first thing I hear or see when I get a message or tagged in a Facebook or Instagram post or something is um, I think my hormones are messed up. I can't lose weight. I have no energy, blah, blah, blah. Um, If you got a chance to check out my last episode on deuterium, you will have learned that the mitochondria directly influences your hormones. If your mitochondria are not working and creating energy, that's going to directly impair or influence your hormones. But in this episode, we're going to look at using zinc to help with your hormones. Now, zinc is an essential trace element, uh, and it's found in every cell and used by every cell in your body. Many of my clients will um, know that one of the reasons I recommend raw organic pumpkin seeds so much is because pumpkin seeds are one of the best seeds for women and their hormones because pumpkin seeds are so high in zinc. So anytime a nutrient is considered essential, it means your body needs it to stay healthy and that you can't produce it yourself and therefore you have to get it from your food. This is why nutrition and good nutrition is so important. Zinc is actually a metal or a mineral and it's only needed in kind of small amounts. But if you don't get enough, the consequences can hurt. Um, This is because your body relies on zinc for growth and maintenance and other biological functions, including hormone creation, conversion, and balance. Um, When we look at teenagers, especially male teenagers who might break out in hormonal acne because they're, they're basically converting too much of their testosterone into DHT, which is dihydrotestosterone, so their active testosterone is going down the wrong pathway. Um, zinc can be one of these tools that can be very helpful for these teenagers, especially zinc piclinate. Um, for those of you with teenage boys, my son has found it very, very helpful. So apart from that, zinc um, gets used in your body in like hundreds of ways. Some of them um, are that zinc is essential for the immune system. Um, it helps to create DNA. It's 
critical to that hormone synthesis and conversion and balance, like I mentioned, and not just in um, testosterone and DHT, in all the hormones, thyroid, progesterone, cortisol. Zinc is essential during growth and development in babies and kids. Um, zinc provides building blocks for enzymes needed in metabolism. Zinc improves how quickly and how well your wounds heal, which reminds me, I got a cut and I want it to heal fast, so I'm going to take some zinc after this. Um, zinc supports protein synthesis, um, which is part of that kind of healing regeneration mechanism as well. Zinc is very important for helping you smell and taste, which is a big thing with people that got this CVID virus, including my sister, who lost her smell and taste. Zinc, along with magnesium, very important here for that. Zinc helps prevent age-related vision loss, along with DHA. Um, zinc helps to naturally stabilize blood sugar, can help with high blood pressure, has been shown in some people to help boost fertility. Um, that could be that blood sugar or hormonal pathway. Um, and zinc has been shown to boost athletic performance through improved muscle repair and metabolism. So um, it used to be that zinc deficiency weren't very common. <laughs> people just simply we're not getting enough zinc, but now I think it's more common, especially when I look at stress, which will deplete levels, impaired detoxification, causing displacement of minerals, um, just the foods people are choosing overall. So I do see a lot of the symptoms of zinc deficiencies and, and even people's inability to fight off viruses and illnesses. I definitely think zinc deficiencies are more prominent nowadays. So hopefully um, this podcast might encourage you to try zinc um, even for a while, even for one cycle and see if you feel any better. Um, definitely if you do come down with an illness, you want to throw some zinc into your wellness protocol there. So some signs that you're not getting enough zinc um, loss of appetite, diarrhea, zinc can actually stop diarrhea, that's also in one of my posts somewhere with a study connected to it, it's in my biohacking library group, hair loss can be connected to zinc deficiency and how zinc affects the thyroid and thyroid hormones and metabolism, hormone imbalance, um, that um, skin issues, uh, acne, hormonal acne, a weak immune system, brain fog, unexplained weight loss, which most people would welcome, but some people not. Um, changes in your taste and smell or your loss of taste and smell due to a virus and slow recovery of that can be due to a zinc deficiency. Low libido for sure, zinc all the way there because of the hormones and even blood flow. Um, poor wound healing, fatigue, that's metabolism, um, digestive issues, and even developmental delays in children. So important to get good nutrition. Like I'm not saying we need to supplement with every different nutrient and mineral. Just get it through your food. Um, anyway, so factors that can put you at risk for having lower levels or poor absorption of zinc gastrointestinal issues, IBD, anything that might cause you to not absorb your nutrients properly, that's going to be a problem. Women on birth control, um, vegetarians and vegans can be deficient in zinc. 
alcoholics or people that drink a lot of alcohol, they can have impaired or lower levels of zinc. Um, and people with sickle cell anemia, that's another one. Rare, but one of you listening might have it. So when it comes to using zinc to balance your hormones, zinc's impact on your hormones is a big deal. Like if you use it with your teenager who has hormonal acne, you can see visually that improvement in a few days, which should show you how important zinc is and how much of a difference it can make. So apart from supporting the conversion, your body needs zinc to even create hormones. Then you need the zinc to maintain that proper hormonal balance and conversion. Um, Research has found that levels of zinc are directly associated with testosterone, growth hormone, thyroid hormone, particularly the conversion of T4 to T3, which is your active metabolic hormone, and you've got T2 and T1, but most of us are concerned about T3. Zinc is essential for estrogen and progesterone as well. So we've got zinc helps with the thyroid, supports with autoimmune conditions. Studies have shown that people with autoimmune disease typically have significantly lower than normal zinc levels. Um, And this zinc autoimmune connection is likely to be due to the fact that um, zinc is so critical to the immune system and hormone synthesis and balance. And even zinc has shown to have anti-inflammatory properties and that can then help with the leaky gut. Zinc is so important for progesterone production. I can't stress this enough. I was saying to someone, oh, a client yesterday, that, and and she had a full hysterectomy a couple of years ago, so she got medically induced menopause and just plummeted all her hormones, including progesterone. And I was explaining to her, like, people with lower progesterone or impaired progesterone production, they can experience a lot more anxiety and stress hormones, adrenaline, cortisol, issues with their sleep irritability because progesterone is our calming hormone and it helps to offset stress. Zinc helps the pituitary gland to release follicle stimulating hormone and follicle stimulating hormone encourages ovulation and tells your ovaries to produce more progesterone. So your ovaries, fertility, loves zinc. Zinc can even help with ovulation if you notice you're not ovulating. So sufficient amount of zinc really can be important for this calming hormone progesterone and also estrogen as well. Um, And zinc then can help with libido, drive, even male sterility um, has been shown to be helpful in reducing pregnancy complications. Um, So there's so many benefits to zinc. Um, and there, you may not have known this, but you can actually test your zinc levels at home. And like, there's an easy way to test your zinc levels at home. It's somewhat accurate and you can still get your, um, blood levels of zinc tested as well. But if you simply purchase a bottle of zinc sulfate liquid from like Amazon or your local pharmacy, and you hold a capful in your mouth, If you notice that you have zero metallic taste, because again, it's a metal, um, 
then you likely have a zinc deficiency. If you have a delayed metallic taste, then you have a little zinc deficiency. If you have an immediate but a slight metallic taste, then you have adequate zinc levels, but you could probably use a little bit more. And then if you get a strong metallic taste, that means you have more than enough zinc, you don't need any more, your zinc levels are sufficient. So you can, like I mentioned, get supplements generally. I like zinc piclinate. You can also get zinc from foods, like I mentioned, pumpkin seeds, organic raw pumpkin seeds, grass-fed beef, turkey breast, lamb, oysters, oysters, <laughs> pasture-raised chicken, um, sesame seeds, peanuts, cashews, which are legumes and can be very inflammatory. So maybe choose one of the other foods, beans, but you want to pre-wash and soak them, cacao, uh, pork, sausages, eggs, almonds, you can get zinc from a lot of these food. Your green vegetables are going to be great. Potatoes can be great for zinc. Mineral water can have some zinc. So there's lots of ways that you can get zinc into your diet. And then there are a few foods that, or there's a few nutrients that are known to interfere, interfere with zinc absorption and they are iron cadmium phytate hopefully you're detoxifying your cadmium yourself i don't generally recommend supplementing with iron um, but there are some nutrients that improve your zinc absorption like amino acids proteins collagen some people are taking essential amino acids um, so those can really help with the absorption of zinc um, and then how much zinc should you take a day well and that's going to be individual. I personally take, or my son, but I personally would take if I needed it. I don't have a zinc deficiency. If I needed it, I would take at least 25 milligrams a day. Um, my son with his acne, he takes 25 milligrams twice a day, so 50 milligrams. Anything more than that, I don't think people need because then you can actually take too much zinc and experience nausea, abdominal cramps, vomiting, poor appetite, headaches. And there is an exception. There's a specific virus protocol that requires you to take multiple doses of zinc across the day to fight off this particularly pesky virus. So there is going to be exceptions, but generally for hormones and well-being, um, I, I would be looking at 25 to 50 milligrams a day, um, depending on who you are, your age, the circumstances. If you have more questions around this, though, like with all of my posts and podcasts and everything, feel free to reach out to me and I'll try to direct you or kind of give you more applicable advice if I can or point you to other articles or studies regarding dosing and forms and stuff like that or how it can be beneficial. But I hope you found this helpful, maybe give you something to consider. Again, you don't have to take supplements for everything. Good nutrition should have you pretty much covered, but it is the good nutrition and it is doing it. A lot of people have health issues. They come to me with many different symptoms hair loss, fatigue, fatty liver, brain fog, sleep issues, chronic inflammation, systemic inflammation, like 
everything. Your first approach should be, well, one, sleep. And two, that nutritional approach. And as I said to two clients already today, it's up to you to show up for yourself. It's up for you to do up to you to do the work. I can, I can help you, give you direction, answer, point you in the direction of studies, give you information, but it's up to you to do the work. So I hope you found this helpful. Feel free to send me any questions, Facebook, Instagram, my website, shemainsmodelhealth.com. I'll be happy to help you or point you in the right direction. As always, please like, share, and subscribe if you haven't done already. It really, really helps small businesses. A comment or a review really helps with the algorithm, and also it makes me feel good, and I really appreciate it. And sharing is caring. If there's anyone you know that may benefit from this information, maybe a teenager struggling with hormonal acne or cystic acne, um, a friend, family member, hormonal issues, maybe send them this and just help them get a little bit more insight into what might be going on and what they could do about it. Okay, guys, thank you for your time. Go enjoy this wonderful weather and I'll chat to you all real soon. Bye-bye.